I had a plate put in my neck. It caused uh, severe pain. Through the periods of healing, I noticed that when I was on my console or the computer, that I didn't think about the pain that much. He says, well, you should start streaming. And I said, what's that? He goes, you know, with Twitch. And I go, no, I don't know. What, what, what is that? Last year, you went through a pretty strenuous battle with Twitch over being unjustly banned. You've since moved streaming to YouTube and Facebook. But for that to happen, it's, it's gonna hurt anybody. Yeah, absolutely. I just put that in the back of my mind and just went right into YouTube and just kept rolling along. I had 270,000 followers. Most of them did not follow me over to YouTube. Sure. I actually had to build up a new community within YouTube. I actually look upon it as a gift. I just opened the, the gift and kept going. I said, YouTube's a pretty big platform. I think I can do better with YouTube than I ever did with yeah. Twitch. I actually saw something, I think it was on a YouTube video recently, one of my clips is still in the top five most viewed clips on Twitch, and I'm That's still awesome. banned. So, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, like, welcome everybody to the Becoming a Creator podcast. Today, I have an actual hero and legend with me, Mr. Grandpa Gaming, a retired U.S. Navy diver, and has built an incredible streaming community around him to, as you said in your post, help cope with pain, PTSD, Grandpa. You are an inspiration to me, and uh, uh, dude, I'm excited to have you on today, learn more about your journey and your content creation. Pleasure to be here. First off, I'd like to start with a couple rapid-fire questions. You're streaming for about three to eight hours a day when you go live. What is your pre-stream routine like, if you have a routine? My pre-stream is I just have to make sure everything is set to where I was streaming to across three platforms at the same time. Yeah. And things would change to where it would only stream to one platform and you have to work that out with Restream, YouTube, Facebook, and Trovo. Lately, it's become a nemesis to me. So um, I might just stream across one platform now and, mm. and make sure that everybody gets their fill of the old man cracking domes on PUBG and whatnot. Heck yeah. Is it fun or is it weird even being called grandpa by lots of people that you aren't even related to? Not at all. Even my uh, nieces and nephews, when they watch the streams, they use the word gramps. What little staff I have, uh, they use the word gramps. Oh, that's awesome. Awesome. I want to get even a little bit deeper into some of the different topics here as well. You got into gaming as a form of coping therapy with chronic pain, PTSD. Tell me a bit more about how you started streaming and knew that it was a right or positive decision for you, your mental, physical health. I had a plate put in my neck back in 2010. It caused uh, severe pain. I would lose feeling by sitting idle in the from the yeah. shoulders down to the fingertips through the periods of healing i noticed that when i was on my console or the computer that i didn't think about the pain that much and then when i got into some of the real active games i noticed that the tremors in my hands would go away i had started playing one game called arc age my first mod he asked me he goes I've been watching you. What kind of a game 
computer are you running? I said, it, it's my custom that I built myself. He says, well, you should start streaming. And I said, what's hmm. that? He goes, you know, with Twitch. And I go, no, I don't know. What, what, what is that? So the next night, he set me up, uh, took about an hour and a half, and I never looked back. Wow. Was it a positive? Because I feel like a lot of times when people get into it, even for a variety of different reasons, right? A lot of people will struggle with it, especially because you're putting yourself out there, right? And mm -hmm. I don't know how much experience you even had doing that or, or creating content or types of those types of things in the past or putting yourself out there, I guess. How did that feel to you? It didn't feel weird at all. Uh, it just... Yeah. I just fell right into it and because uh, I like hey. to entertain and through military sports, which is a form of entertainment. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It, it just, it was second nature to me. Having gone through a lot in your life, I can imagine others that have gone through similar experience feel even comfort in watching the stream and the content, whatever that might be. Is there a moment that you had had, even with an individual that made you feel like, ah, this is even better than I thought it was going to be. Yes. There's been a couple instances. There was one young man, he came in and wanted advice about doing what I do. And I, and he said his parents were down on him. And I told him, I said, look, don't listen to the naysayers. Follow your heart. Do what you want to do. And then about a week later, he came back on and he said, thank you so much for your advice. My parents are behind me now since they have watched you do what you do. That was probably the best overall feeling that I've had since I started streaming. That's an incredible impact on it, right? You mentioned in a previous interview that your wife gets concerned when you sit for too long of a period of time. How did you yourself, you know, you mentioned other people, you know, getting them advice for content creation and getting involved with it. How did you kind of navigate with your own family, loved ones, to understand that this was a positive addition to your life of what you were doing. They can actually see the the effects mm. in my demeanor, how happy it makes me. Sure. I just go out and do what I need to do, concentrate on putting out the best content that I can. That's cool, though. I think a lot of people that I talk to as well, a lot of times the support comes when it's actual results that people see with it interesting to see like it's even just the results in your own persona and who you are and mm -hmm. what you know how you come across the family and stuff and they, them seeing that that's really awesome i've spoken with members in our community who are also in the military and stream when they're not deployed but because that can sometimes even happen randomly or at different times or for even long periods of times they even struggle coming back to streaming or retaining a community i'm interested and getting kind of your advice for those streamers or people that might be going through that. Depending on the branch, my grandson is in the army. My wife was in the military. And of course I was. You're going to have deployments that can last up to a year or more. My advice to the military out there that want to stay in contact is to do little shorts. Oh, this is what we're doing today. They, they could be out at sea or they... They could be at a, another base and make little videos and get them out there and say, this is my everyday life. And this is what we're doing today. Don't do anything classified. Keep yourself out there. Then when you do get back home, you can get right back into streaming. Yeah. Keeps you making content. Keeps it kind of two birds in one stone in terms of what you're Correct. already doing, kind of your already process. It's it makes a lot of sense. Correct. Last year, you went through a pretty strenuous battle with Twitch over being unjustly banned. 
you've since moved streaming to YouTube and Facebook. You mentioned earlier, even multi-streaming with that. Yes. During the appeal process, how did you kind of continue to engage with your community despite the lack of content, not being able to even stream on the platform? And It did hurt me in a way because, you know, I, I had 270,000 followers and I don't know how yeah. many subscribers but for that to happen, it's it's going to hurt anybody. Yeah, absolutely. I just put that in the back of my mind and just went right into YouTube and just kept rolling along. The lesson that I did take away from it was I shouldn't have let the person that caused the problem get under my skin. Did your community transition with you over to YouTube, to Facebook, or even through TikTok? Or was it a lot of building up a new audience most of them did not follow me over to youtube sure. i actually had to build up a new community within youtube but then when i went viral on TikTok, well you can clip that anytime objective alpha is lost that's when things started to pick up again. Absolutely. I mean, 100,000 over there, 70,000 over on YouTube. Like, And this is something that I've seen from many people too. Even just switching platforms is extremely difficult to bring in it because a lot of people are on their platform doing what they're doing. And to build up an organic audience, even on one platform, but to do it on multiple is extremely hard to do because you're reaching different audiences, you're reaching different people in different ways. And so that's where it's been interesting to see and kind of look at your journey with this is like continuing to make progress. And to the same extent, I've seen so many people stop creating content, even on the same platform after one month, two months, three months, let alone continuing on for an extended period and finding ways to continue to build an audience and do what you do, especially after a ban off of a platform, right? Yeah. I know motivation to rebuild can be super challenging, even to the extent of I've spoken with many people who have like, you know, hey, I stopped creating for a couple of weeks, a couple of months or whatever. And it really is like starting over once you do take an extended break off of it. I'm curious, what is kind of some of your motivation to rebuild? I try not to let things bother me. I don't see it as a hindrance. I actually look upon it as a gift. I just opened the, the gift and kept going. I said, YouTube's a pretty big platform. I think I can do better with YouTube than I ever did with yeah. Twitch. And you still gained a lot of experience. I mean, heck, it even just adds to your overall story of what you're even doing that it makes it very interesting for me too, because it's like, where where are you going to keep going? Where are you, What are you going to keep doing? You're still persisting through this and like, yeah. it's, it's inspiring, right? I'm sure that you've learned a lot about streaming since you started out. You said you didn't even know what Twitch was though no, at the beginning. I never heard of it. What do you think was kind of the biggest thing that you've learned throughout this process? You have to stay tuned in to your community. Sometimes I get overwhelmed with in the game and it's like my mind will just disappear and I'll get so wrapped up in the game that I'll forget about the chat. And then my staff says, hey, so-and-so is asking a question here and then I have to look over, but I'm getting a lot better at that now. So when someone types something, I'll hear like a ping and then I'll look over or I'll actually, sure. I'll, I'll see the chat rotate up and I'll look over and, and I'll read the chat. Yeah. And I mean, it takes practice. It's a skill to develop. Right? right. What advice would you give to other, even older individuals who may be thinking about getting into streaming, maybe even think that 
it's too complicated or even just feel like uh, they're too old to start or whatever it, it might be because you got even suggested by somebody else to get into it in the first place I, i'm curious like do you have any other advice don't be afraid of the technology that's out there and embrace it don't listen to other people do what you want to do it's good to listen to solid criticism but you're going to find naysayers out there and those are the people that you don't want to listen to follow your heart and everything should go smooth as silk awesome man if anybody wants to find you see some more of your content see some grandpa dominate some gameplay what's the best place to find your go-to you can do a google search grandpa gaming i'm out there tiktok facebook youtube i actually saw something i think it was on a youtube video the recent one one of my clips is still in the top five most viewed clips on twitch and i'm that's still awesome, banned so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, uh, that's insane that's insane yeah I mean, it's a testament to you, your personality, what you're doing, who you're connecting with and your community out there. And I think there's there's always something to learn from so many different communities, so many different people out there. I appreciate you coming on, sharing some of your insight and excited to see where you keep going with it, man. Well, it's an honor with the great Stone Mountain. Thanks. Hey, I appreciate pleasure, it. Man. So great chatting with Grandpa Gaming, learning about the context, the history there. But we've got even more for you today. There was some game-changing policies that just dropped on Twitch, talking about simultaneously streaming to TikTok, Instagram, as well as removing some exclusivity from Twitch platform in general, which is huge. Some stuff you could take advantage of right now. So stay watching here, and we're going to roll the next clip. Twitch just announced one of the biggest policy updates for partners in years. It's been all over Twitter. People are chiming in, giving their take. And we thought it was important to break down What's happened and also how can you take advantage of it? Here's exactly what is going down. Pay attention to the first part of this, which is starting today, you're now allowed to create live content on other platforms. So that is the big shift. Twitch historically has never allowed you to stream on other platforms that been very much like a walled garden, you know, had this rep for being exclusive. That's changed, which is a big departure from how they've been treating us previously. But it's really important to call out some of the small print that you might have missed when you just read the headlines. And this part here says, to clarify, we do not allow simulcasting on web-based Twitch-like services that support streaming for extended periods of time, such as YouTube and Facebook. It's only on web-based platforms that you are not allowed to simulcast. So you cannot be on Twitch as a Twitch partner and stream on YouTube live at the same time or on Facebook Gaming Live. This is primarily opening up platforms like TikTok Live or Instagram Live. They specifically say that many of you want to use other services to grow your community. So simulcasting on short form mobile services such as TikTok or Instagram is allowed. So if you've already been creating a bunch of content on TikTok or a bunch of content on Instagram, you've built up an audience, it's an absolute no brainer for you to start simulcasting from these platforms. So you're probably wondering how to go live on Twitch and TikTok at the same time. Well, there are four different methods, three of which I would recommend and, and one I would try and avoid. We're gonna show you all of them today and you can choose the best one for you. The best method is if you have access to a TikTok stream key. Danny on the pipeline team is going to jump in and show us how to get set up on OBS if you have a stream key. 
So if you already have your OBS stream key, you're going to start by actually downloading a second version of OBS. And instead of starting by pushing one of these buttons here on the homepage, we're actually going to go down to download at the top and download a zip file. That's because we're going to make actual changes to the file. Once you have this downloaded to your desktop, you're going to see three files from there. It's going to be Ben data and OBS plugins. We are going to click on the Ben file. It's going to open up one like this and we're going to see 64 bit we're going to double click that one and we're going to scroll down so we see the obs 64 application file which is this one right here we are going to right click and we are going to go to create a shortcut now once the created shortcut is going to pop up we are going to once again right click and we are going to go to properties and we want to focus here where it says target now at the end of this we are actually going to change this file um, by doing a space space and then we are going to type dash dash portable. Once you have that done, make sure you didn't put a space after portable. We're going to go ahead and hit apply and then okay. And then we're going to take this shortcut and put it directly on our desktop. And since we already have another version of OBS, we're going to go ahead and rename this. So from here, we're going to go ahead and actually change uh, to our recommended settings for streaming on TikTok. So the first thing we're going to actually go to is the stream button here, which you notice is going to say services Twitch. We are going to change this to custom. And this is where we're going to put the information we're going to pull from the TikTok side later. Next is going to be output. You're going to want to go up to output mode and actually change this to advanced. Uh, this is going to give you more options and you're going to want to take a look at these. So we're going to leave the encoder on this at X264 and go down to our rate control. Make sure that's set at CBR. Our bit rate should be at 5000. Now, if you encounter any kind of stuttering or buffering issues while you're streaming, you can reduce this down to 4500 or even 4,000 if need be. Uh, everything else here, we're going to leave the same. So we're going to head ahead and hit apply. We're going to go to video. And from here, we're going to change our aspect ratio because we are going to be on TikTok. This is going to be 1080 by 1920. Now on output, you have two options here. You can stream at 720 by 1280, uh, which is 720p, or you can stream at 1080 by 1920, which is 1080p. Uh, this really has to do with your own personal preference and what you believe that your setup is capable of streaming. The next thing is FPS. Make sure you have that set to 30 and we're going to go ahead and hit apply and okay and as you can see that's changed our aspect ratio of our screen okay so from here we're gonna have to set up our webcam so that we're able to cast it not only on our twitch obs but also on our tiktok site as well and we're going to use obs virtual camera for this we're going to go to our existing webcam and we're going to right click and go to filters once we're in the filters we're going to hit the plus there and we are going to go all the way down to virtual camera we're going to go ahead and call this uh face cam because that's what it is and hit okay and from here under target camera we're going to choose the camera we want so we haven't set up any obs virtual cameras yet so we're going to go ahead and do just the original one so once you have everything set up on your twitch streaming obs we're going to go back to tiktok and we are going to hit plus and do a video capture device and from here we're just going to go ahead and leave it as the name it is now it's going to automatically open up properties for you. And in here, we are going to choose the same OBS camera that we set up on our Twitch side. And then you can go ahead and adjust this to whatever you feel is better for your, your stream over on TikTok. Okay, so once we have everything set up on our 
cam side, we are going to head back over to our Twitch side and set up our game capture. So we're not going to actually do a game capture. We are going to do a display capture to be able to capture the game for TikTok just because we cannot have two instances of game capture open at the same time. Uh, so we're going to come in here and do the same thing as before. We're going to go to filters. We're going to go to add virtual camera and we're going to name this one game slash display so we know what this one is. Hit OK. And since we already used OBS camera, we're going to switch over to OBS camera 2 for this one and make sure that we are selecting that start button again. Once back over on our TikTok OBS side, we're going to add another video capture device. And just like before, we're going to rename this to display game. And we're going to choose the same camera we did on the other side for our OBS camera, which was 2. So this is going to go ahead and pull in our game. From here, you can resize the game. The last thing you're going to need to do on your TikTok OBS side is set up your audio device. Okay, so this is where you're going to get your stream key and your information to go live. So we're going to hit the go live button right here. And once we do this, we're going to have some options that we're going to want to set up, including our title and our game. Once you have that ready, you're going to hit the go live button, which is here. And this is where you're going to get your stream URL and then your stream key. So you're just going to hit copy on these. We're going to come back into our TikTok OBS and we're going to copy and paste the streamer key and the server information right into the stream section of OBS. Once you put this in there, you want to hit OK. And at this point, you want to hurry and hit the start streaming button. Um, that is because you have a limited amount of time between when you get the cutoff, uh, when you start streaming on, on the TikTok side and when you do start streaming on the OBS side. So you want to be kind of quick about it. Most creators don't have access to a TikTok stream key just yet. It's an unlimited rollout. And the only way to get one is if you have a contact at TikTok that will give you one, or if you're working with an agency that has partnered with TikTok. So my company Pipeline has partnered with TikTok and we can help Twitch partners get access to the stream key on TikTok. You can look at the description to find out how to do that if you are a Twitch partner. The second way is just putting your phone on your desk, going to TikTok app, and live streaming directly from the TikTok app, pointing at yourself while you're live on Twitch. I don't recommend this. It's not very engaging. And a lot of people in TikTok actually complain that, oh, like no one's paying attention here. So they just kind of churn out and fall out. Next up, Ravage on the pipeline team is going to share how to get set up on TikTok live if you don't have a stream key and you have a dual monitor setup. The first thing you want to do is to get a small tripod or something to be able to prop your phone up on. It's on your OBS while you're streaming. You can go to the side of the frame and you can right click and then you'll get a list of options here. The thing you're going to want to do is go to your full screen projector and select the monitor that you want for your windows to be full screen in. So we're going to go ahead and select that. It's going to make this take up the entire screen and your phone's going to get, if it's positioned correctly, it's going to get a nice view and high quality view of your stream to be able to restream to TikTok. Now, if you only have a single monitor, and you have no stream key, the best way to go live on TikTok is this, but you must have 8K followers. This method also requires you to have Discord installed on your phone and your PC. We're gonna be using OBS as a virtual camera, which simulates OBS as a webcam source. First thing we're gonna do is click start virtual camera in the bottom right hand of the OBS screen. Next, we're gonna to go to Discord and make sure that our video camera source is our OBS virtual camera. Click settings, go to voice and video to make sure that it's selected. Make your own private Discord channel or server so that others don't join. Join the Discord channel on your phone on a separate account. 
and watch the stream in full screen on your phone. Go to TikTok and go to live, select mobile gaming stream. Now, I really encourage that you take advantage of this, whether you have an audience already on TikTok or Instagram, or you just wanna take advantage of the fact that they are boosting live content in both of these platforms pretty aggressively. Just start going live and testing it out. You now have the ability to do that. Again, if you are a Twitch partner and you're still trying to get access to a stream key, fill out the form in the description and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Be sure to like, comment, and rate the show. We love to hear from you. Happy streaming, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I wanted to just end this with a little bit of context on why we do what we do. We're former content creators ourselves, and we just really want to help as many content creators as we can. That's why we started Pipeline.gg. It's a platform where you can find other like-minded creators and learn from the pros who have already been there. Get step-by-step -step guidance so you can avoid all the mistakes that we made in the beginning. If you love the episode, there's going to be even more insight of Pipeline. So check it out. Head over to Pipeline.gg.